Have you ever read something on the internet and it just speaks to your heart? And then you look into the author and realize, oh my gosh, we have, we, we share so much. <laughs> well, that's what happened to me with Emma Evelyn Campbell. We are both writers and podcasters on Substack, which is the name of the platform that's irrelevant. But Emma has such a way with words that we decided to connect. And that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. Just connections relationships to ourselves and to our world and how we move in the world. So Emma, thank you so much for being on the Empowered Way podcast. Oh, thank you for that really nice introduction. Oh, <laughs> this made me be like, oh, that's really, I um, I couldn't have uh, introduced myself better, I don't think. <laughs> right. Well, um, and I, I know nothing about you other than mm. what you shared in your articles. <laughs> You're just feeling so, my essence. <laughs> right, right, right. And that to me, that's what spoke to me. You know, we have our roles, we have our labels, you know, I'm the daughter of so-and-so or the bro sister of such-and-such, such, or I'm the mother or, or wife. Those are the roles, but who are you? Who's the essence mm -hmm. of you? And that's that's what I get when I read your poems. So I want to know, first of all, how did you get into writing poetry? What, mm -hmm. what was it about poetry that drew you and sparked your creativity? When I was really young, I always remember feeling so much, like so deeply, everything around me um, and uh, I was in a family my my dad was a musician so I was always singing with him and always playing around with lyrics and and it naturally kind of when I was in my early teens became this process for me to start writing down what I was feeling uh, and then it was more to me like I didn't want to call it poetry because I thought I'd sound a bit nerdy <laughs> So then I was like calling it lyrics. I was like writing lyrics. So it was really in this period of my life where I didn't really have the tools to necessarily be able to cope with the capacity that I had the ability to fill. Um, so it was either for me suppression or find a way to express it. Um, and that came into my life through different modalities you know going to therapy and things like that but poetry was this outlet for that expression um and then it and then it really drifted out of my life for, for a long time sort of you know we we go to get older and we start to then go by what we think we should do and kind of conform ourselves to this space again of um you know what I'm meant to do uh, and it wasn't until about uh, a year ago while I was living in, in Ibiza that um it, it sort of came back to me. I actually went to a little cafe and someone at the cafe was doing poetry on the spot. She was writing channeled poems for, uh, for people that went and gave her a little donation and she'd write you a channeled poem based on your energy. Uh, and afterwards, I just remembered, I was like, I, I used to write poems and I really enjoyed it. And then I just sort of brought up some of my old ones that I still had saved on the notes of my phone somehow from when I was like 16, 17. <laughs> and um, I brought it up and then the floodgates just opened. And then from then I just couldn't stop writing again. <laughs> That's such a lovely story. Mm. And what I hear through all of that is even though you stepped into the world and did what you needed to do to survive and thrive, there was still that creative spark that you wanted to express. Mm -hmm. That never, I think when we have that creative spark, 
no matter what time it comes back to us in our lives, it can never really like go out. It's always kind of just like nagging at us. Like it's like underneath the surface. It's like, I'm here, come back to me. And it's like waiting for us to come back to it. And, and when we do, like, it's so liberating, it's so liberating. Um, and when we go back to it from our hearts, you know, not to, to seek it as a way of like, how am I going to use this creativity to bring things into my life? It's like, how can I just be creative and explore and express that that essence of who I am again. Yes, yes. Oh, that is so well said. So do you find yourself um, in the flow when you are writing poetry? Yes, very, very much so. It actually comes to me in a very weird way. It's like um, I'm about to throw up. I get this feeling that I'm about <laughs> to throw up or something. Not like I'm going to be not like a the feeling of sick but it's like as if you're like about something's going to come out and it's like it can happen at any time I can wake up at 2 30 in the morning and I'm I feel it <laughs> so it's there and I just have to write it down you know whether that's you know I grab my pen and paper my journal or I go on the notes on my phone or whatever and I just have to it has to come through and then when it does it's like the words are there and sometimes the words are there and then that continues into like another two or three poems and sometimes it's just that poem um it's it's a really like into interesting process that I found uh, the the way it expresses and to me it's like the more um I give myself space um with compassion with non-judgment the more I open the more that like these almost unconscious things that have been dormant inside of me get to surface and they come through. And I find that poetry is the way that they surface and they have a voice when they never had a voice before and they get to kind of process, release, and then and then integrate uh, back in. Oh, I love that. That's such a beautiful way to express um this whole process mm. and do you find that emotions drive your poetry or experiences definitely a blend of the two I would say I think it's the emotions that come from the experience um but I can look at a lot of my poetry and I can see like my experiences in in a lot of them and then some of them I can see where I've just observed things in in life in you know other people's situations or um, in just life in general, like some simple things, sometimes like I, I saw this broken window once and that inspired a poem. So it's like the emotion I feel about the things I'm observing. So it's kind of a, a blend of the two, actually. Right. And as you express those emotions and experiences, have you received uh, feedback from other people? I mean, I've already told you how I feel. <laughs> That's your work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But... Um, it's It's interesting to to see like the way to me the words that come through I say this a lot and I don't I don't know exactly how to express it but it's kind of like they're not my words they're they're words that are for myself of course my own process and at the same time they're kind of words for everyone so when you when you receive feedback it's very individual it's very funny to look at the differences of the feedback that come to you like some people it's very like they're crying and it's like hit them in this spot and some people it's like wow I love the way you rhymed this word with this word it's like more from the mind you know so uh, it's really interesting look at looking at how different people perceive the poems based on where they're at and how they see the world and I really enjoy that yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's so interesting you brought up that dichotomy between the mind and the heart 
Mm. Um, because I know I might, I have struggled with that and was very much in the mind during my legal career and then moved into this more creative space of writing and, uh, you know, talking to lovely people like you <laughs> to hear your creative process. That's what I find so fascinating because, excuse me, I do believe that we, we are here to create. We are here to express ourselves and who we are in that moment. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we are co-creators, like that's our nature, like that's our, uh, as a soul, like that's what we, we're, we're drawn to doing in all areas of our life. And I think um, to me as well, the, this, the, like you said, the dichotomy between the, the heart and the mind, to me, it's, uh, come, I've come kind of full circle with this in a little way where I was very much in my mind all the time and the younger years of of my life and then it kind of transitioned of learning about the spirit and the heart and the body and like understanding all all the the ways that we can communicate with ourselves and then I realized you know it's it's a it's kind of a a balance between all of them like the mind is very important when we are using when we're making decisions that require us to discern things like it's useful it's a tool that allows us to be heard and when we're kind of suppressing the mind um we're essentially suppressing a part a part of ourselves you know a voice that lives within us so I've kind of come to this this point of like the heart is like this space where we can really receive and we can really speak from because it's like kind of the communication portal of the soul if you would and the mind it's not something also to be rejected the mind can kind of come in and support that process uh, yeah, so I guess uh, kind of answering your question, yeah, I definitely see that in myself as well, like the kind of um, internal conflict, as you will, of what to listen to. But the more I've just been like trusting myself, the more I've known like the right voice comes in at the right time, the right guidance comes in at the right time. Uh, and often that's through the poetry. <laughs> Yes, I can. Uh, that's that's well said. So while you were speaking, it made me think of meditation, mm -hmm. which is what saved me because I was totally in my mind and, you know, missing out on what I was feeling and just shoving feelings aside. And it wasn't until I got into mindfulness and meditation and started meditating daily that I was able to find that balance. I was able mm -hmm. to know when it was time to be, you know, analytical, logical, whatever, or time to be in touch with my emotions and my heart. So are you also a meditator? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same for me, really. That was the space that really allowed me to start tuning in, start listening, start understanding, you know, uh, what voices within me are communicating with me at what points and what to tune into and to me to me meditation was just that space to begin to listen begin to um notice the sensations that exist in my body like before like if someone said to me before I was meditating like you know listen to the feelings in your body the sensations I would have no clue what you're talking about right so <laughs> right. Yeah. But meditation gives you that space to to start to notice these more subtle things that when we're in the you know hustle and bustle of day-to-day -day life that we don't notice but what meditation does is gives you the space to begin to notice and then you start to integrate that 
with practice into your life so then you start noticing like your whole life becomes a meditation meditation is not this separate kind of thing that you just do for an hour in the morning like your whole life kind of becomes that right right and i would totally agree with you um have you taught meditation have you helped anyone start a meditation practice I haven't taught meditation, but I've always done lots of guided meditations for people. Um, so I take people through. Um, yeah, I kind of do sort of channeled, more channeled meditation. So I never really like create intentional plans of how I'm going to do the meditation. I just kind of, I guess, tune into the energy of the people that I'm serving in that moment and allow the words that that want to come through, come through. And sometimes that's paired with music. Sometimes that's, you know, paired with silence and stillness or nature in the background. Um, so I find it's uh, meditation is when you've been meditating for a long time, you can really drop into that very quickly. And I think what allows what allows you to drop in quickly is because you've built up this practice and this repetition over time. And then what that allows you to do when you can do that is you can really begin to allow also words to come through, which is why the poetry is very fluid with me and the, the channel is very fluid with me is because I can just enter that space quite quickly. Uh, and meditation practice obviously creates that connection with um, what you can experience beyond just the physical senses so that's why it becomes something that's very easeful um, but it's come with a lot of practice and repetition over time well we've been trained to use our minds first not yeah. our hearts we've been mm -hmm. trained to analyze and judge and compare and contrast and not go inside and listen to our heart or soul or intuition so mm -hmm. do you find that meditation helps kind of sidestep the mind and get into intuition? Yeah, I think especially in the early days when you first start meditating and you're not even aware that there is an intuition, uh, it starts to, and, you know, for a long time, I think with me, it was like also getting confused between like, what is the intuition? What is the ego? Like, like things, there was lots of different stuff that you become aware of that you you can get confused um, between them all. And that's okay. You know, that's definitely part of that experience. And it's part of the experience, even when you've been a meditator for an extremely long time, I imagine, you know? Um, so I think, so I think really it's, yes, it's a space where you can come into contact directly with your intuition, with your soul, with your guidance. Uh, and for me, Firstly, it was about kind of sidestepping the mind, but then now more so in my meditation practice, it's working with with all of it and uh, working, working as a whole, you know, not seeing these, the mind, the heart, the spirit as kind of separate entities and separate voices that live within me, but more this kind of this whole essence with different perspectives. So the mind has a different perspective. The heart has a different perspective of the whole. Uh, and it's the it's really what perspective we need to tune into at each moment and trusting that your meditation practice will show you, show you that. Right. Right. That's beautiful. So it's an integration of all those mm -hmm. energies, yeah. if I can call them that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Emma, for being here. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about yeah, you definitely. and read your poems, which I hardly <laughs> recommend? 
Um, the best place is the Substack. Uh, that's where I've got a lot of my stuff going on at the moment. Uh, it's just Emma Evelyn Campbell. Um, my book is called 44, A Journey Through Poetry. You can find that on Amazon. Uh, and then, yeah, I think just head to my Substack. There's loads of bits and bobs like my podcast going on there. Uh, my podcast is called, well, I have two. I have Limitless with Emma Evelyn and I have another one called A Journey Through Poetry. Um, so, yeah, just tune into to whatever one calls to you. <laughs> hey, well, thank you so much. And I'll be sure to list those in the in the show notes that I put along with this Amazing. podcast. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for your great questions. They really helped oh. me to reflect on things that you don't consider, you know. So thank you. Right. No, I understand. So um, what advice, what, what comment, what would you leave the listeners with? Mm. I guess being on the topic that we kind of have explored like in this in this interview and in this conversation no matter what voice that you listen to you can never go wrong so just start to trust tuning into all these different voices that exist within you give yourself a space to do that with compassion without judgment and know that there's no right or wrong there's just experience and through that experience you will learn uh, what you need to in each moment and through that experience you'll you'll know the path um, and you'll deepen in that that trust of your intuition and of your soul um, but taking those first steps is what will allow you to begin that begin that experience ah that's beautiful thank you so much emma and i hope you have a wonderful day oh thank you so much for inviting me on and thank you for this great conversation i hope you have a lovely evening too <laughs> yes i will all right thank you